Welcome to the Williamstown Church of Christ podcast. This is a sermon recording from one of our Sunday worship gatherings. We meet every Sunday at 10am on the corner of John Street and Douglas Parade, and we'd love to meet you. For more information, head to our website, willychurch.org.au. Enjoy and God bless you. Well, welcome church to Kids Sunday. Yes, it's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting and it's, um, it's the first time we've done that Kids Sunday in this way. So I'm certainly feeling really excited about it. Um, and there's a lot that God has been planting um, in the lead up to today, which I'm really excited to share a lot about today. Um, as I look around our church just now and, and I see your faces and I see what God's doing and I see what God's done in 2017, I can't help but feel so excited, so excited that there's a hunger for God in this church that I don't think I've seen that same hunger in these five years that me and Charlie have had with you. There's a, a desire to go deeper into Jesus and another testimony this week coming from someone else saying, you know, they've been getting up early, they've been getting up half an hour early every morning because of Sunday school, because of what they learned in those three Sundays we had looking at discipleship training. People are hungering after Jesus and it's so exciting to be alongside you and to just be witnessing that. I just get this amazing, beautiful privilege in my job of being able to have access to people's stories and what God's doing. And, and some of those things are seen and talked about up the front. Some of those things are quiet and they're secret right now. Maybe God's doing something new. Maybe there's a situation you've been praying about, but, but they might come to the surface and be something that you might share in community at some point, but, but God's at work, his spirit's at work, our church is alive, Jesus is alive, and we have this amazing privilege today of acknowledging what God's been stirring in our children's ministry space and acknowledging the conversations and the, the new things that God's birthing in this church around children. And, um, and um, that is just super exciting. I'm just pumped for today. I'm so excited about it. One thing we know in the church... Um, when it comes to encouraging children and youth and young people in the faith, is that we need to do things differently from how we've done them in the past. Um, in times gone by, when children grew up in the church, more often than not, they would continue to follow God into their adult life. I'm sure many of you are a part of generations where that just naturally happened. But research now that's coming out of um, George Barner in the US, it's sort of like the known research kind of school around this stuff, is telling us that as kids graduate from high school um, and go on to university, that the church is very often losing around 50% of its teens. So that age group, 17, 18. And so not only are we not reaching the wider community with the good news of Jesus, but we're not necessarily keeping the, the children that we're raising in the church. So we need to do things differently. And one of the big things God's really put on my heart this year for us as a church is to do things differently, to take a fresh approach to how we approach children and the generations and helping and equipping parents in the very tough role of, of parenting ch children. And God's really giving me, um, and I think others, as I've been sharing some of these things, a real fresh vision for how we might do things at Willie Church. There's this new sort of seed being sown where there's this idea that's coming about, some reading I've been doing, this, this book that I read this year called Growing Young. 
And um, it's been really um, formational for me as I've been thinking about how to lead our church in this space. But um, the big idea of today, church, the big idea of today that I want you to take away is that we love Jesus and so we love children. And what I want you to do is say it. So we love, because we love Jesus, we love children. Anybody? Because we love Jesus, we love children. And so this big idea of today is this, this idea that as Jesus, in, in a reading I'm about to read, takes a child, takes children on his knee and blesses them. We want to be a church where children find blessing. We want to be a church where parents are come alongside by us as brothers and sisters in the church and given tools as to how to parent and, and given aunties and uncles for their children in the church that their children may have these spiritual aunties, uncles, grandmas, grandfathers to be able to um, be a community together where because we love Christ, we love children as Jesus did. And so a few of the like, little highlights is that we want to create a culture of warmth. The research coming out talking about children who, whose faith lasts into teenage and adulthood tells us that warmth, a culture of warmth and welcome is one of the most important things for a church to foster. And we do really well at that. In fact, we're pretty much punching on that at the moment as a church. But we want to raise that even higher. We want to say, let's be a church where every child, young person, young adult finds a culture of warmth when they come on a Sunday, when they see someone down the road who they go to church with. A culture of warmth. We want to come alongside and invest in parents, in parents. We want to simplify um, what we do on a Sunday and particularly our children's ministry to take any of the pressure off over the, the years of God's gang that I've been um, here in ministry leading you. It's something I've noticed. It's a quiet little thing, but there's often been sort of unsaid pressure on volunteers, maybe like this is the one time in the week when children are going to you know, hear about Jesus. So the pressure sort of felt by volunteers. We want to take that pressure off and say, this is one hour out of all the hours in the week that children can encounter Jesus. Could someone grab a water for me? I think in all my enthusiasm, my mouth's gotten really dry. <laughs> it happens when the big things are happening for me. Um, and lastly, we want to be a church where we build relationships um, and a sense of belonging for every generation. Can you imagine if you were 8 years old or 14 years old or 19 years old, maybe you are that age, coming to church and having someone 10 years older than you say, hey Megan, how are you going? Hey, you know, how was your week? How's soccer? How's basketball? How's dance? Can you imagine if there was someone 30 years older than you that came up and said, hey, um, how are you going? And called you by name and said, you know, how are you going with... With school, I think last time we talked, you said it was, it was a bit hard, a bit tough with some of the friendships. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that culture of warmth? That's the culture that I'm talking about. So here we are on Kids Sunday. Today is the culmination of many conversations, many times in prayer, many emails that I've had and exchanges with parents and helpers and God's Gang volunteers trying to get everyone's thoughts and best ideas for how to, to move forward. And, and so I want to thank you. If you've been part of this conversation, if you've been praying, if you've been um, maybe giving me some great ideas, I want to thank you and honour you because today is a culmination of a lot of work. Today is about celebrating our kids. Um, we're going to be giving thanks for our kids and giving them a gift later on, as we do every year. 
Today is about blessing our kids, praying over our kids. Today is also a time to get some practical tips for every single one of us, children and adults alike, around how can we be a church that loves Jesus and a church that loves our children. You see, in Mark's Gospel, Mark 10, Jesus has some awesome words that absolutely hit the nail on the head when it comes to being a church that loves children. Jesus says, and I think the words are going to be on the screen, people were bringing little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them. This is the writer, uh, Mark, and, um, and we've been in this Gospel, so we know Mark and where he's at. Um, but Mark writes, the disciples rebuked them, rebuked these people. Or like, we're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? When Jesus saw this, he got angry. He was indignant. He said to them, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. Don't get in the way. Don't create any obstacles for the kingdom of God. The big idea of what Jesus is doing, the kingdom of God belongs. Can you say belongs? Belongs to such as these. Truly I tell you, Anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, placed his hands on them and blessed them. A little later in our service, I'm going to be sharing some some of the practical um, steps that we can be taking as a church to be this church, a church that loves Jesus and is all about Jesus and a church that loves children and, and encourages them in church and in their lives to take steps towards Jesus. So that's just to whet your appetite for what we're in for today. Um, we're going to invite Lockie up. He's going to come and lead our pastoral time. Thank you, Lockie. Well, I am blessed to be part of a staff team where other people have way more musical talent than me. So <laughs> I'm really blessed to get to work with Lockie and Tiff. How amazing. Um, well, I just want to talk for a few minutes for us all around this whole idea of a church that loves Jesus, loves children, and, um, and what that might look like for us in 2018 and some of the new heart um, that, that I feel God's calling us into around this space of how do we foster faith in every generation. Um, in the reading I read from Mark 10, um, Jesus is really clear um, about spending time with children and the priority of that. And, um, and I want to say today that the passing on of faith and this passing on from generation to generation, but also the passing around because the children in our church and young people have so much to teach us about Jesus. And, and as Tiff said earlier, give us a window and a lens into Jesus that we often don't have because we don't have that same childlike lens around seeing faith and seeing the world. And so when it, when it comes to a church that's thriving in this whole area of generations, um, we want to be a church about relationships. When we have a young parent who comes to church, whether she or he comes on their own or with their spouse, um, we want to be a church where someone goes up to them and says, it is so good that you have come today. It's so good that you've chosen to honour God by putting um, coming to church in the rhythm of your week and making that count. I was talking with my sister the other day about church and, and, um, and she was saying, you know, with three young children, it is such a big thing to try and be at church every Sunday. 
And, you know, it just gave me that window into, like, our family life, times that by three. <laughs> and the, the challenge it is as a parent to get along to church, to be here at 10 o'clock, to have your children, you know, ready to go. But you know what? We want to be a church where a parent comes and someone comes up to them and comes alongside them and says, you know what, it's so good that you're here. It's so good that you're making Sunday count and being a church. And I forgot to say, as I'm talking, a few times I'm going to throw in amen, okay? So firstly, we're going to have a beautiful graphic appear. But if I say amen, just to keep everybody on their toes and making sure our kids get the chat, you can say amen. So we want to be a church where parents are encouraged and um, people come alongside them and say, it's so good that you're here. Amen? Amen. Yeah, so good. Love it. Love the participation. We want to be a church where we see, you know, see kids at church on Sunday and, um, you know, each of us, whether you're a parent or not, where we have this opportunity to come up to a, a child, to invest in them. When a child has an older person at church, it doesn't have to be a parent. It doesn't have to be a parent. When a child has an older person at church come up to them, research tells us, it counts, it matters. It's, a, it's fostering a culture of warmth and welcome. These children in our church, when they have you or me come up to them and say, how are you, Josh? How are you, Jazzy? Um, how are you going, Gabriel? They feel important. And don't we want that in our church? Amen? Amen. And so we had this chance, church, to create a culture where children feel they belong, where children feel they have a place in the church. When a teenager comes to church and someone takes an interest in them and, and where they're at, maybe what level of school they're up to, how they're going with exams, they feel like they're important in the body of Christ. Now, is anybody here a teenager and at church, like when you were a teenager? Or maybe you're a teenager now. Anybody grew up in the church as a teenager? Anybody? All right. Now, I want you to put your hands down. Leave your hands up. Put your hands down if you wouldn't have liked someone 10, 20 years older than you when you were 15, 16 to come up and say hi. Anybody? I reckon we would be pretty keen for that. And um, you put your hands down. And we want to be a church where that happens week on week, where the older generations are coming alongside the younger generations and stopping and noticing, you know, knowing that, um, that our kids are, you know, the year levels they are and getting to know their, the things they love, getting to know that Charlie Aitken just loves sport and pretty much no sport will go unnoticed by him, you know, and talking to him about... I like to talk to him about the Australian Open because it's really the one sport that he's not that excited about, so I like to make sure he's excited about that. But I wonder if you stop and think how many of us stop and talk to someone more than 10 years older or younger than us at church. It's so easy at church to come along and look for who are my peers, who are my friends, who are the people I feel comfortable with. But I want to challenge as church. I want to invite us into this space where we say, you know what, it matters. It matters to the culture of our church and the warmth of our church that I, as a 34-year-old, get alongside Jazzy, who's six, and know her story and know what she's excited about and talk to her about the things she's interested in and you the same. So um, that's, that's the, the vision um, that we get when we look at Jesus in Mark 10. He loves children and he spends time with children. As well as investing in our relationships with our kids and young people, one of the most helpful things that we can do as a church is to see our role 
as to equip parents in their role. Now, put your hand up if you're a parent. Yeah, we've got a lot of parents in the room. And, um, and if you're not a parent to a child biologically, you are a spiritual parent in this church to other people's kids. We are all aunties, uncles, grandfathers, grandmas in the faith or cousins in the faith. But, you know, we all know parents are the primary disciples of our kids. In one year, parents spend around 3,000 hours with their kids. In one year, we in the church get the privilege and the honour of spending around about 40 hours with our kids. And so parents spend 75 times the amount of hours with their kids as do we in the church. In the church. So if you're a parent, I don't need to tell you, you are the number one influence on your child's life. And research tells us that that number one influence remains until they're around 13 years old. And, um, and parenting isn't easy for those of us who are parents. Next to keeping a healthy marriage, parenting's probably the biggest challenge that we face in life. I know Charlie and I are navigating this space now for the first time. We want to raise happy, healthy, balanced kids. But for those of us who have a faith, and that's all of us in this room, I assume, we have this added dimension. How do we raise our children, our daughters, sons, to know Jesus? To serve Jesus. So our role in the church is to come alongside parents who are spending those 3,000 hours per year with their children and give teaching, um, Sunday teaching, podcasts, tools, resources, um, things that we can point to, apps, books. And um, next year, a parenting course in Term 1, which we're running on Tuesday evenings, which is going to be so exciting to see parents in this church, in other churches, and parents in our community who you're going to invite to come along and get some tools for how do they raise children who are happy and, um, and, and balanced. So can I get an amen for the parenting course? Amen? That's a new initiative. That's something that we've never done before, um, and it's super exciting. All right, so just to have my slide up there, Charlie, number one point, um, Jesus shows his love for children by spending time with them. All right, how's everyone going? This is good, isn't it? It's good thinking and digging into this stuff, loving it. All right, second point out of my three points, Jesus makes children a priority. There's this guy in the US who's doing a lot of work around helping churches think in this space. He's kind of like the guru. And his name is Reggie Joyner. He's got a really cool name. And he has this phrase, imagine the end. Imagine the end. Imagine in your heart and your mind where you want to see your child or our kids in church end up when they're 14, 18, 25. If you have a preschooler, the question might be, what would you like them to look like when they're at primary school? If you have a high schooler, what would you like them to look like when they're at uni? If you start with the end in mind, it actually helps you to make decisions now that are going to be good for your children. And something that I have been working with many other people um, lately is this idea of what is the end goal that we want to see for children at Willie Church in our community and our families. And so this morning I've got this exciting job of relaunching our children's ministry in 2018. And we're giving our children's ministry a new name, which is super exciting. Amen? 
Yeah, so we've decided that we want to create some shifts and changes and one of the really good ways to do that is to actually rename a ministry. And we're going to be renaming God's Gang, which is our former name of our children's ministry, which we've had for, I think, around six years. We're going to be calling it Seeds. Seeds, yeah. So we're going to be calling it Seeds, which is this idea of of seeds of faith. Um, sowing seeds of faith. And there's lots of biblical imagery around this in the, in the Bible. The image of the seed is the word of God in Mark 4 and, um, and the sowing of the seed. And so that's very exciting. And we're going to be, when we're sending out our kids, if we've got younger ones going out into a different age group, we're going to be experimenting with that next year. We're going to call our kids Seeds and Seedlings. How cool is that name? Yeah, so what we're going to be doing is, is calling our children's ministry a new name and, and relaunching and renaming what we want it to be about. So I just want to share with you now, the, the words on the screen are pretty small, but I'll be reading them. Um, a couple of the, the highlights for the big picture things around children's ministry. I'm just going to read it, actually. Those words are too small. So um, children's ministry, seeds in 2018. What's the vision? The vision is that we believe Jesus is the king of the world. Amen? Amen. We believe Jesus is the king of the world and we want to create a space at Willie Church where every child um, in our church community can come and get to know Jesus. And, um, And our mission, what we're called to do is we want to be a community of kids and adults alongside them who love Jesus. And um, we're going to do this through having fun together, reading the Bible together. Many of the things we've done over these past few years will continue. Um, But there's going to be these added dimensions. And in some ways, it's becoming a lot simpler. And those who have been part of God's gang um, over the years, of my years here, certainly, um, one of the feedbacks has been sometimes it's been too complex. Sometimes people have felt, you know, they've needed more biblical training to be involved. One of the things we want to do is invite many more people to become involved in Seeds and in so doing, create something in Seeds where every person can lead and be part of it and you don't need to have a theological degree or background to be able to be a leader. So the goals for next year are to have fun, to build relationships between kids and adults, which is this focus I'm bringing today. Um, to keep it simple and stress-free, because I don't know about you, December, it's a, good, it's a good litmus test, but none of us like to be under stress. And so taking all the pressure out that perhaps people have felt in the past. We're going to grow our team and see lots of new volunteers become involved so that we can really make seeds um, something that is uh, shared our ministry amongst hopefully maybe 15 people in the church. Right now, we have 11 people signed up to be volunteer with Seeds next year. 11 people, which is awesome. And I'm, I'm going to be asking those people to put their hand up a bit later. But um, what we want to do is ensure that if you're involved in Seeds, you love being involved and you feel a part of it and you feel you know what you're doing and you're not out of your depth. I think a lot of us um, feel that that's a good way to go. So simplifying what we're doing. Growing relationships between parents and, and our children and our ministry. And, um, and better resourcing our parents through things like the parenting course. Um, because what we want to do is, as a church, come alongside parents um, in the, the primary discipleship role they have. 
So just as Jesus did in our passage in Mark 10, at Willie Church, we want to make our kids our priority. But um, maybe you've got kids in your life, nieces, nephews, grandkids, who are outside the church. Um, I want to encourage you today to make a point of having spiritual conversations with them, to give them a Joy to the World postcard this week. I want to encourage you to to take that step of, of talking with them about your faith and sharing with them about your faith. Some of you often say to me things like, oh, I've got a, a grandson or a niece, but you know their parents don't follow Jesus. But you know what? We have church is Jesus, and we have him to share. And so I want to encourage us and encourage myself, let's be a church where we take opportunities at Christmas and at when we get together at birthday parties just to share about our faith and to share about it in a really natural, normal, everyday way so that people, um, the children in our lives around us, our neighbours' kids and other kids, get a sense that faith is normal and, and organic and it's part of what makes us who we are. I'm going to be giving some more tools about that next year when we launch into 2018, about how do we have natural conversations about God um, in our everyday lives. So watch this space for that. Lastly, Jesus blesses the children in this passage. And um, we're a church that believes in blessing. We want to be a church that blesses others. We want to bless our kids and allow them to bless us. One of the things we did in the month of May this year was we focused in on the Lord's Prayer, Jesus' Prayer, and, um, and we are invited a number of different adults to pray for one child over the month of May in our church. And what came out of that were a bunch of testimonies of children praying for adults when we hadn't really even said that they had to, and adults praying for children. And I'm giving you an invitation today. Um, you would have received a slip on your way in, a slip which says, uh, kids... Sunday sign-up. And the invitation I want to offer you today is to get involved next year in maybe praying for one of our church kids or young people or young adults. Maybe you want to get involved in Seeds and join those 11 people around getting involved in our children's ministry um, and what we're going to be doing in that new format, which is going to be really exciting. Maybe you want to get involved in the parenting course. Maybe you'd like to do the course. Maybe you'd like to help out with the supper and the things that we're offering on those evenings. Just want to give you the chance, church, today to fill that out if you want to be involved in some way because passing on the faith and passing around faith is something that all of us are invited into and get to be part of. Amen? Amen. It's good. In a moment, we're going to pray for our kids and we're going to give our kids their gifts, which is really exciting. Um, but I just wanted to end on this point just to say that you know, we've got this opportunity to dream big about what we can be as a church. You know, sometimes small churches, small community churches, they say, oh, you know, we haven't got this, or we haven't got that. But what have we got? We've got one another. and We've got this bunch of kids um, here today, and some have sent in apologies for today. So we've got, like, I think 22 gifts for kids in um, 0 to 11 or 12 this year. That's a lot of gifts. I think it might be, like, seven more than last year. We've got children that God's given us. And so I've got this dream that not any one of those children will pass through their primary years and high school years and leave the church because they're going to be in an environment at Willie Church where Jesus is central. And where because Jesus is central, we love them and we value them and we know them and we've got relationships with them. And that our Zoe is going to be, you know, nurtured and cultivated in her faith and, and uh, because of you. And that, you know, every other child here, even some of our 
newer kids. They're, they're not going to be, you know, um, oh, that, that's a new child. Oh, I don't know. Not. It's going to be like someone today is going to go up to some of our newer kids and say, hey, I'm, might introduce yourself and I want to get to know you. What's your name? You know, how old are you? What, what are you interested in? What are you looking forward to about Christmas? So wouldn't that be a cool vision? Isn't that a cool vision? Um, what we do now, church, what we do now impacts the generations to come and impacts the children that aren't even yet born who are going to be part of Willie Church in the future, impacts um, the children who in our church today are going to be leading worship in five years, are going to be out in their workplace in 15 years serving Jesus in business, serving Jesus in retail, serving Jesus as parents, as mothers, as fathers. And this has a lasting kingdom impact. It's eternal. And so, church, let's get excited that we've got this opportunity to jump on board Really covet your prayers for seeds and seedlings in 2018 as we relaunch and reimagine children's ministry. And I really invite you, church, take it one step, maybe get to know one of our Willie Church kids, um, introduce yourself, ask them what they're looking forward to about summer. Let's be a church where every single child is valued and known. Amen? Amen? Yeah, it's good. Let's pray. Oh, Lord, we want to thank you so much for the, for the noise in this room. God, for every single child who's here, for every single youth and, and young adult who's part of our church, thank you, God, for the privilege it is. And we count it a privilege to be involved, to be involved in this kingdom pursuit of encountering you, Jesus, and encouraging and inviting all of our kids whether they're 19 months old or 13 years old or 20 years old to know you. And God, we thank you for today. Thanks for seeds. Thanks for seedlings. Thank you for the vision you're imparting into this church. I just pray your spirit will powerfully move over our church over this summertime. Would you inspire many more people to come on board and, and be helpers or leaders in seeds? Would you inspire each of us to reach out and get to know our kids more and more at Willie Church? Would your spirit just put within us that dream that you have, God, that not any one of these kids would move through the years to come and somehow drift away from, from you, Jesus, or have any distance from you? So, God, would you impart your vision to us, your vision of, of the kingdom of God coming on earth, as in heaven. And God, would you really invite every one of our hearts into this vision? And um, I just praise you, God, praise you for the conversations that have led to today. And um, I praise you for the milestone of today and um, for all that you're doing in our church, God. We, we say, come, Lord Jesus, come and do more in our midst. Just continue to help every heart take that step more to closer to you, Jesus, and um, to say yes to all you have for us in 2018. Jesus, in your name we pray, and all the church said, Amen. Amen.